0: have the Word of God in your phone or your tablet or wherever you have the Word of God just grab that we're gonna make our confession of faith just repeat after me this is my Bible I am what it says I am can have what it says I can have I can do what it says I can do I believe God's Word I'm a believer and not a doubter I'm a doer and not just a hearer I boldly confess my mind is alert heart is receptive. I will never be the same after hearing God's word. I am being transformed by the ever-living, uncompromising, never-changing, ever-powerful word of God. I will never be the same in Jesus' name. Everybody believing, everybody serving, everybody giving. If you would. Father, thank you so much. We sense your presence here. None of me and all of you speak to us today. We break up the fallow ground of our own hearts that we might receive the engrafted word of God that is able to save our souls, illuminate us. every person every family every life God let this day let this message let your word be a life-changing encounter today. we give your name the praise it's a privilege to serve you in Jesus name amen and amen Psalm 115 one verse there we're going to be reading in your hearing from the new King James Version of the Bible, Psalm 115 and verse 16. The Word of the Lord. The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's. But the earth He has given to the children of men. So far, the scripture. You may be seated. As we mentioned, this is a weekend, uh, tomorrow specifically, that we celebrate the life uh, of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and I uh, I found something as I was studying for this message that I thought would be appropriate uh, for what I feel like God wanted to say. There are all kinds of quotes um, that we could uh, present from uh, this man's lips, but i um, I felt like this was appropriate for what I feel God wants to say to, to today. I quote, be a bush if you can't be a tree. If you can't be a highway, just be a trail. If you can't be a sun, be a star. For it isn't by size that you win or fail. Be the best of whatever you are, unquote. I believe one of Satan's most effective deceptions is getting people to forfeit their individual power to make a difference. And my prayer has been and continues to be uh, that You would hear the word of the Lord today, not Keith O'Neill, but hear what God is saying to you uh, as individuals and collectively what I believe God wants us to understand, probably throughout eternity, but certainly in the time that we're living in right now. Oftentimes we think if we can't do everything, we don't do anything that happens oftentimes when we are having fundraisers and capital campaigns. I'm on a bunch of boards and all that kind of stuff. And when we're trying to raise money and those kinds of things. And it happens in the church as well when we have certain kinds of goals. And all of us are in various economic uh, brackets and all of that. And sometimes if we're not careful, we will discount what we can do comparing it to what somebody else can do. I'm reminded of a story that I've I've told many times, and I'm not not sure where it originated, but uh, you remember there's an old man that's walking down the seashore, and on on the beach there, there are thousands, perhaps millions of starfish. And he's walking along the beach, and uh, you can see starfish from one end of the beach to the other. And he, every now and then as he's taking his stroll, he'll grab one off the ground, and he will throw the starfish back into the ocean. So he walks a little further, and he continues to do this as he's taking his His walk. And so uh, there's a young man that is observing him from a distance, and he's watching him every now and then take a few steps and throw the starfish back in the ocean. And he goes down, he runs down, and he's trying to uh, understand what's actually going on. So he he confronts, so to speak, uh, the old man and says, Hey, what are you doing? Picks up another starfish fish and throws it into the ocean I, I, I'm, I'm throwing starfish back into the ocean and the, the young man he he's not getting it quite yet and so he's uh, asking the old man and he's looking down that that way as far as he can see there's starfish all over the beach stranded he looks this way the same kind of conclusion and he says look look at these all these starfish there are thousands and thousands of these things listen what you're doing that, that's not doing much good it's not doing any good. So the old man picked up another starfish, threw it in the ocean and said, it makes a difference to that one. I need you to hear the word of the Lord. God has uniquely gifted you. He's uniquely empowered you to make a difference in this earth. A lot of times, Satan's deception having to do uh, with uh, what I just mentioned often manifests itself. This deception affects our lives. It manifests itself as we look at others and we often blame others for what it is that we should be doing or what has happened to us, our lot in life. We find a reason why we can't do what we want to do. We're waiting for someone else to solve the problems we have been created to solve. It's called excuses. Dog ate my homework. I got caught by a train. It's interesting how people who are always late, when they have a legitimate excuse, they scream the loudest. If you're late to everything, We don't pay you any attention when you got a legitimate excuse one time in your life. (laughs) Come on now. We tell ourselves that our contribution to a cause or to a church or a ministry, to a business, whatever it is, is both insignificant and futile. Here's what I came to say today. The devil is a liar. We all can make a difference. And here's what I want you to remember today, and this is the subject of the message, you've got the power. You've got the power. Our text is one of my, it has become really one of my favorite scriptures because of the revelatory impact that it had upon me. I consider myself a student of God's word and how we understand it and interact with it and Uh, how we interpret its effects on our lives. I pay attention to these kinds of things. You know, I'm called to do some of that, but just uh, as a natural man and how God created me, I'm naturally inquisitive and naturally uh, a thinker, if you will. And so I pay attention to these kinds of things. And in the times we currently live in, the lines seem to be blurred as to who's responsible for what. Where are our parameters? Parameters. What are our boundaries, if you will? And I believe one of the tools of defending the faith, which is our 2022 theme for the entire year, one of the tools is knowing, listen, knowing the God-ordained measure of rule that we have. In other words, what are our parameters? What are the barriers? How far can we go? How far does God expect us to go? How far is it appropriate for us to exercise the authority that God has given us? By understanding this, we can know what, listen, what to expect God to do and what he expects us to do. Now, this seems to be easier said than done because God is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. We tend to place the responsibility for earthly results entirely on him. Many of you who have come to this church for for years or maybe even for months, I don't know, Um, you'll hear me say every now and then somewhat of my little disdain. And again, I'm not hating you. You can say, or, um, affirm whatever you want to, but I have this thing about people saying God is in control. While I understand, I think, I understand where people are coming from when they say that, I always cringe when I hear it because the context under which we usually hear it has to do with we're thinking that God is being causative rather than permissive. In other words, when we say, well, so-and-so just passed away. Oh, yes, God just needed another flower in his garden. God God doesn't need another flower in his garden. He's not going to turn people into flowers. Are y'all still here? He's not, he's not doing that. I know what we're trying to do. We're trying to comfort the family. We're trying to be comforting, but whenever we abdicate our responsibility and put it on God, we do error from the scriptures and sometimes it gets us into a passive mode and I dress like this on purpose because I came to do kingdom business. I came to stomp on the devil and this idiocy that thinks that God is going to do everything for us. He says the, the, the heavens are the Lord's heaven, but the earth he's given to the children of men. What does that mean? That means I got the power. That means you've got the power to change some stuff. In fact, you have been left on this earth for a purpose. You've got the power to affect change, not only in your own life, but in the lives of those that are around you. Let's look at the text again. The the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he has given to the children of men. Listen, God has given the authority in the earth to us to rule under his guidance and under his direction. And I understand, I get it. That's why I I have the mic so that I can get in it right now. Sometimes we need a little push. When our children get out of line and we say, stop it, Brian. (laughs) He may hear that. He might not hear that. (laughs) But when you get serious, are y'all still here? When you get serious about wanting something done and, uh, and, and Brian's not moving, I give him that look. Stop it, Brian. And if that doesn't hurt, if that doesn't change the trajectory, I got something for you. Here's my point. My point is we've got to stop being passive with the devil. Sometimes we have to put on our proverbial war clothes. You know, you know, we we love the songs that we sing now. We, We love all the words that we've learned, but back in the day we didn't have all them words. Back in the day we had a few words. Have you tried Jesus? And we sing that for an hour. Yeah. We'd say something, uh, the, the same beat, the same the same uh, 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 cadence and, and the same melody and all that kind of stuff. We'd say something about war. I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. we sing that for another hour. And so... Sometimes we got to get that in our spirit because we become really comfortable and we become sophisticated and we got the screens and we got uh, online, we've got a great presence and all that kind of stuff. And we forget that we have a devil to fight and he's trying to kill us. He's trying to stop our purpose. He's trying to stop us from doing what God has called us to do. So when you think life and people or the devil, listen, can just indiscriminately push you around, remember you got the power. The Bible says to submit yourselves unto God, resist the devil and he will flee. We have no business fleeing from the devil. It used to be a song back in the day. Our pastor wouldn't let us sing it, but I used to hear it every night. I beat the devil running and I'm so glad. Foolishness. We're not supposed to be running from the devil. We're supposed to resist. And he will flee. So God has given us the ability to choose our own outcomes under his boundaries. When man was created, here's what God said. Let's go to Genesis 1. He says this. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply Fill the earth, govern it, reign over the fish of the, in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Listen, we were made in God's image to be like him. It's interesting, the older that I get, I look more and more like my father. And every place that we go, when people know both of us, or, and my son is thrown in there too, um, when we go different places, or when I go places, certainly, uh, people who know me or people who know my dad, that's invariably what they say. Boy, you look just like Bill. <laughs> Same thing happens when I, when I go somewhere and somebody knows Brian. They, they'll say something like, you must be Brian's dad. Well, you know what's at work? It's called DNA. It's it's called there's something working internally that causes us to morph into something that looks like each other. Well, hello. Aren't we the children of God? Aren't we filled with the Holy Ghost? Don't we speak in tongues? Come on here. Uh, are we filled with God that our behavior should look something like God? Our walk should be like God. Our talk should be like God. Are y'all still here? Our attributes ought to be like God. Our exploits ought to be like God. And God's got some swag. Now, God is a spirit. We understand that. He takes on the form of the person and who he inhabits. But let me use my sanctified imagination and help you a little bit. I believe that God got some swag. And I believe that there are times in the spirit that God might be macking. Mm -hmm. Might not look quite like this. (laughs) Come on now. What What am I meaning? You know... I, I believe uh, what I believe about God and having swag by his own word. It, it's, it's, it's interesting. Maybe you don't look like, uh, at it like that. You, you look at God like, oh, most holy, reverent God. Wonderful. I don't look at it like that. He made us how he made us with our personality. And I believe God has got some swag. And when I read his word, God says something like this. He says, you know, I am God. And besides me, there is no other. I think there's some swag that goes with that. Come on here. He's basically saying, I'm a bad mamma jamma. Ain't nobody like me. There's no other God beside me. (laughs) I believe it. But if we're made in the image of God, we shouldn't have pride because he didn't have any pride. But we should know who we are in him. We should know our authority. We should know who he's created us to be. Are y'all still with me? God told us to be fruitful and multiply, to fill the earth, to subdue it, and to have dominion over it. Listen now, he's basically put the earth into our hands under his rulership of the universe. So we are in charge. We we always say, well, God is in control, and we usually say that when something happens that we think is beyond our control. Not hating, I'm just saying, sometimes God is not in control as though he's being causative. God made that happen. God did that. No, God may have allowed it to happen, but it, it, it may have been stopped if we had done what we're supposed to do. I'm not going to quote it right now, but you can go to Ecclesiastes 7 uh, and 17. It talks basically about why should you die before your time acting foolish? Right. Well, it was just his time. No, what his time. He just did something dumb. I'm here, come on now. I'm not here to take any prisoners. I am here to let you know who you are in Christ, and you've got the power to change your circumstances. You've got the power to change what's going on in your life. The devil is not in control, the devil belongs under our feet. And we need to stop excusing ourselves from doing what we are called to do. Our opening text tells us God's got heaven. He's basically said, I got, I'm taking care of this up here. But I'm delegating the authority in the earth to all of you. I believe he affirms this to some extent in Acts 1 and 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. The Holy Ghost is the most powerful spirit in the earth. He says, I'm going to give you power to basically be martyrs, to give your life up for the sake of the kingdom, to spread the gospel throughout the earth. You literally have God inside of you. So when you're feeling a little insecure and, Having low self-esteem. Look at that mirror. Not in pride. It's not in your flesh. And don't don't look and say, "Ooh, you're just really fine." That's not what he's talking about. When he says you're fearfully and wonderfully made, he's not necessarily talking about your physical attributes. He's saying, listen, I made you exactly how I wanted you to be. Uh, I made you a a certain ethnicity. I made you a certain color. I made you uh, to be in a certain nation uh, for my purposes. And that's fearfully and wonderfully made because of who he is. Come on now. So we've got to stop being so passive and just take whatever the devil gives us. You've got God on the inside, and you've got the power to fulfill your earthly assignment from God. Listen, in spite of COVID or any other challenge, everybody hasn't died of COVID. We grieve with those that grieve this has been a horrible season we get that but there's a reason why you're left here there's a reason why you're still alive there's a reason that God has gifted you uniquely during this time in this season I don't know what it was like 400 years ago but I know what it's like now that's why I'm here To do what God has called me to do. And you have been born for right now. In fact, every problem is an opportunity in disguise. Do you know promotions come from solving problems? David ascended to his full capacity when he defeated Goliath. Moses, why, why do we think so much of Moses? Moses is that one that facilitated those ten plagues. He's, he's the one that, 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 that used that rod and split the Red Sea. Oh, What about that Joshua guy? He's known to lead that march around Jericho. Come on now. And you, Everyone under the sound of my voice, everyone who's in the sanctuary right now, everyone that's watching me online, God has placed you in the earth for such a time as this. For right now, you have been born for this day. And so we have got to be aware of that call so that we won't just let life pass us by. Oh, Doris Day. Okay, sirrah, sirrah. Well, well, looks like it's dreary outside. I guess I'll be depressed. Oh, things are really bad. Listen, doesn't have to be bad in your house. Doesn't have to be bad in your mind at least. We all go through stuff, but you you don't have to just receive that. You've got the power. We're uniquely made for this day and for this time. Nobody on earth can do or produce what you can. Let me quote Martin one more time. Be the best of whatever you are. When you stand before God, nobody else is going to be there for for God to say, Hey, you didn't do it as well as him. Uh, 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 you, you You weren't as anointed as her. No, we've got our own race to run. And you have been uniquely positioned to affect change in the earth. I need you to hear me. You've got the power. Well, we're waiting on God. No, God is waiting on us. You are anointed to change the world or you wouldn't be here. First John 4, 4, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. You have the greater one on the inside. And sometimes preaching these kinds of messages, where God is trying to mobilize his people, his people who have been beat down. His people who have been discouraged. His people who have had and suffered loss. And if we're not careful, we can get into the same mindset that the children of Israel got in. They've been crying out for 430 years. Set us free. We hate this Egyptian bondage. We hate making bricks. God deliver us. Then God sends Moses. And he said, come on now, let my people go. And God performs miracles and Pharaoh lets them go. And as soon as they run into a little trouble, let's go back to Egypt. All of a sudden, they changed their testimony. They've been moaning about the leaks and gargles. We want meat. We want this. We want that. All of a sudden, when you get a little trouble, you, oh, 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 that garlic wasn't so bad. The devil is a lie. We got to go forward. I, I understand there are some things that are happening I understand there are some some trouble in the land. I, I get all that. But listen, could it be that you are here to solve some of those problems? Could it be that God has uniquely made you on your job to speak to some of this stuff? You've got the power. Don't let fear or fear of failure or insecurity, listen to me now, stop you from pursuing your purpose. I just made up in my mind, and, I, and I'll just be a little bit transparent right now. I have down days, too. I have times that I don't want to come to church. Some of y'all, y'all y'all got sick days and call in? They call, we called it that when I was younger. I guess everybody said call off now, whatever it is. I want to call off. What if y'all all showed up? The worship goes forth. Here's the the announcements. Everybody looking around like, "Where'd the vision? I'm at home sleeping. (laughs) No, I made up in my mind. I'm not going to be moved by how I feel. I'm not going to let my emotions determine what it is that I'm called to do. I'm going to do it afraid if I need to. I'm going to do it not feeling so great if I have to. I'm going to show up Anytime I can show up because God has a purpose on my life. Sometimes I don't want to go to darn meeting. All these boards, all this kind of stuff, I'm on. Some days I don't want to go. But you know what? I show up. Because I made a commitment, number one. <laughs> and I'm there for a reason. Listen, you are positioned to have an impact and be be aware. Be aware of what you are carrying. Sometimes in those board meetings, I don't say a word, but my spirit is calming things down. You are carrying. God with you and you don't have to apologize at all. And it's time for the saints of God to recognize that we've got the power. I want us to say this together. Come on, say it together. I've got the power. Come on, let me hear it. I've got the power. And not in my own strength. I've got the power. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm a tongue talker. Come on. I've got the anointing and the grace of God on my life. I'm going to do what God has called me to do. Sometimes you got to tell yourself that. Seize the opportunity. Listen to display your greatness to the glory of God. Whew. Glory to Jesus. You don't know Leah Britton you might be teaching the next governor of the Indiana. People's potential it doesn't come out in the greatest circumstances. Their potential comes out by the giants they slay. How they overcome adversity. That's the whole definition of courage. Courage is not just doing what everybody else does. Courage is doing stuff in the face of negativity, in the face of danger. They that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. That's you? Well, that's for the pastor. No, that's for you. Because I can't be where you can be. I can't talk to who you can talk to. I can't impact uh, who you can impact. I've got the people that i got to deal with. But you have been uniquely positioned on your job, at school, in the grocery store, at the Walmart, wherever you find yourself, in the restaurant. You have been uniquely positioned to use the anointing and the graces on your life to change the circumstance. Listen to me. You've got the power. Well, things gonna get better when God comes on by. God's already here. God is here. Can't you see him? God looks like me. God looks like you. So it's time for us to stop being so passive. Come on, music team. To stop being so passive and just taking everything I made up my mind. I'm putting my foot down on some stuff. Well, you know, it ain't going to do no good. Well, It's going to do some good. I'm going to pick up this starfish right here. He's going to have a testimony. She's going to know. Somebody picked me up. I don't know what happened and got thrown back in the sea. Go tell my buddies. My little starfish friends. Well, what happened to, to Bob? Well, he didn't make it. But I don't know. I was going to go just like Bob. I was just laying there. (laughs) Just laying there. (laughs) And all of a sudden, something picked me up and threw me back. Oh, I got in the water. It felt good. Started swimming a little bit. Maybe somebody's waiting on you. Maybe God's waiting on you to say something because he's dealing with that person on the other end. But he needs you to speak a word. He needs you to encourage. Maybe he needs you to hug somebody.
1: Oh, hug. I'm not a hugger.
0: You better become a hugger if God tells you to hug. There's a whole lot of stuff we're not in the natural. You've got the power. There's a guy in the Bible, you know this, named Mordecai says this to this young lady named Esther that you've heard of. Esther chapter 4 verse 14. He says for if you remain completely silent at this time wait, wait, he's giving her advice. He said listen if you hide your gift y'all better hear me if you act like you can't play an instrument If you sit at Destiny Christian Center and you are a great singer and you don't tell nobody. Maybe you are, you have the greatest hospitality gift since man began. But you won't say hi to nobody. Well, I'm too shy, whatever. What I'm saying As Mordecai is telling Esther, who's feeling a little afraid and insecure to do what God was pushing her to do. He says, listen, if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. In other words, you will miss your day of visitation you will miss, do you know you can miss a door that God opens for you? God can open a door and you gotta be ready to walk in that thing. That's a word for somebody right there. If you're siding at this time here's this b clause here but you and your father's house will perish everything is not innocent sometimes when you miss your opportunity it's not coming around again don't listen to these folks when it got to bring it back around not all the time sometimes you get one shot certain doors that open And he gives her advice he says yet who knows he's saying that because he didn't have the scripture that we have he doesn't have the revelation that we have a couple thousand years later who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this he's wondering maybe you are in position with the king for the right thing at the right time we don't have to guess i'm telling you you at the right place at the right time you're serving the right god you've got the right gift and it's time for you to speak or to move or to do something that god has put in your heart because you've got the power don't wait on somebody else it's a little mantra we have around here there's some paper on the floor. It's standing out big old white right in front of you. Well, I didn't see it. Yes, you did. Well, Brother Clarence will get it. That is Satan. <laughs> well, the pastor, he, he didn't have to do all that. I don't I, Okay, whatever. But I pick up a lot of paper around right here. I straighten chairs out not cause, uh, it, it just needs to be done so God has you in position not to wait on somebody else to do what you could do are y'all still here? yeah could it be that you are employed at Ball State for such a time as this could it, could, it, could it be that you are a student in this particular class at this particular time sitting next to this particular person for such a time as this? Could it be that when you're on your, your route delivering the mail that God will unctionize you? Yeah, you know, you do your normal job and maybe one day God just taps you in your spirit. And you feel like, I just need to say, have a nice day. Do you know God can use a have a nice day? Wherever your context is, listen to me now. You've got the power. God's going to use us to do this thing. He is going to do it. You are alive and here for a purpose. You've got the power. Here's the last scripture. We'll be done. Mark 16. And he said to them, this is Jesus, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. There ought to be some signs following those of us who believe do i have any do i have any believers here today anybody believe there should be some corresponding signs that accompany now get your mind off of the spectacular ones sometimes a sign is just somebody changing their mind about coming to church with you In my name, they will cast out demons. Do you know that demons still need to be cast out? We still cast out devils. Yes, we do. This is Destiny Christian Center International. We cast out demons. I say that to distinguish ourselves from other churches that don't cast out demons. Explain away demonic activity some of this stuff that we are experiencing listen, it's devilish I just don't believe in the devil he's laughing at that they will speak with new tongues he's talking about the believers new tongues is in English and in tongues they will take up serpents listen don't you go find no cobra start playing with it that's not what he's talking about <laughs> if you inadvertently come up on a situation that could be deadly he goes on to say if they drink any deadly thing it won't harm you that's inadvertent I said in the first service, maybe I changed my mind. Maybe, maybe I don't. Maybe the Texas Roadhouse anointing has lifted. Oh my Lord. I feel another grace that's coming on me. Whatever it is, I pray over my food. I don't care where I go. That's what this is talking about: acknowledging God in all your ways. And i speak some stuff over my food i don't know what they are doing back there in the kitchen i worked at mcdonald's when i was i think 16 years old listen you don't even want to know what can happen back there you do not know we got 16 year olds and that was 40 years ago oh test me that was 45 50 years old whatever it was you don't you don't want to know what could happen back there so you better pray. Don't be so hungry. And when your, your plate comes to your table, you just dive in, don't say nothing. The devil is alive. You better stop. I say it, Lord. I thank you for this food that we are about to receive. For the nourishment of my body, purify it, sanctify it. Let it be good for my body to give me strength. Take out all impurities. Oh, y'all watched 2020 before the devil is alive but here's the signs that follow the believers even if they do something to my food by the time I eat it it's going to be straight <laughs> using my faith they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover listen now what's going to be done in the earth is going to be done stand on your feet what I feel like the Holy Ghost wants to get across today I've said a bunch of stuff you won't remember most of it but what he wants you to understand is the subject of the message you've got the power listen let's, let's stop making excuses and placing it on somebody else God has gifted and you don't have to be on this stage to be anointed. God has given you something unique to affect change. Doesn't matter where you came from. Doesn't matter what you've done. The devil is a liar. Our past is exactly that. All of us got one. And I'm not going to tell you all of mine i die
1: <laughs>
0: no we've all come from some place but God has called us into the kingdom for such a time as this and you've got the power to change so I want to pray for us as an altar call come on uh, altar workers go. I'm going to sing here We're gonna, they're going to help me I want us to declare some things because the enemy wants to silence us he wants us to feel like we're impotent in the earth. But It's a new season. It's a new day. There's a fresh grace, a fresh anointing that God is placing upon his body. And we're going to see revival hit. We're going to see men and women come from the north, south, east, and the west to say, what must I do to be saved? How are they going to know? It's because we've got the power to preach the gospel to them. and It's going to manifest. Come on, let's declare it. Everybody sing it together. It's a season of power.
1: power. Come on, everybody.
0: And prosperity. Prosperity. It's It's a new season. Come on, everybody in the house. Or you gotta declare
1: it over your own life. It's a new season. It's a new season. Come on. Declare it. It's a new day. It's a new day. There's something coming upon us. A fresh anointing. anointing. It's flowing my way. It's It's a season of power. It's a season of power. And prosperity. prosperity. Come on, it's a, new it's a new season. Come on, let's pick it up a bit. Coming Come on. Everybody me. lift your voice and say, Yeah. It's a new season. Come on, you got to tell the devil it's a new, it's day. A new day. A fresh anointing. anointing. It's, flowing my way. it's flowing my way. It's a season of power. Come on, one more time. Everybody in the house, one time. It's a new season. It's a new season. I'm not what I used to be. It's a new day. I'm not going to do what I used to do. It's a new day. It's flowing my way.
0: seasons aren't the same to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under the heaven we sense a changing in the season and the power and the grace the mercy and the anointing For this season is coming to all of us, in Jesus' name. So help us to recognize what time it is in our lives. We have been created for this purpose, for solving this issue, for dealing with this person. So we thank you, Father. That you've given us power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt us. You've not given us the spirit of fear, the spirit of timidity, but of power, love, a sound mind. So I pray for my friends today. Some need to come to this altar and make a commitment. Some need to change the trajectory of their lives because you're calling them To a higher place of prayer. So I pray that the spirit of timidity and
1: passivity
0: be broken off of people's lives in the name of Jesus. No longer tossed to and fro with every little thing. In Jesus' name, we command in Jesus' name, shoring up in their personality. In the name of the Lord. Father, those that don't know you, that you are calling out of darkness, we declare salvation over their lives. We declare that they will come to faith. They will come to a point of repentance today in Jesus' name to declare that Jesus is Lord. So I pray and I declare over them as you have already declared over us that we are blessed coming in, blessed going out. Everything in our financial arena is blessed. Our children are blessed to a thousand generations our health springs forth speedily and whatever our hands touch prospers in the name of jesus you've given us everything that we need that pertains to life and godliness we've got the power we're not waiting on you you are waiting on us so god help us to manifest the kingdom in the earth In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You are dismissed. Our altar is open. Some of you probably need to come. Let's change the trajectory even today. Hallelujah, Jesus. My name is
1: Stephanie. Thanks again for listening and joining us online today. If this is your first time watching, you would like to receive updates via text from Destiny, please text the word WELCOME to 765-612-0809 to subscribe. Thanks so much for being here with us today. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week online at DestinyLive.us, on the mobile app, and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at DestinyLive. Have a wonderful day.